0: With Hashem's assistance, we're learning Babakama Daf Zayin, page seven. We're, we're going to begin seven lines from the bottom of Daf Vavam Beis, page six b. The first word on the line, Bikkiva, says Leboha Kasev Elo Liguweis Lenezagamena Idus. says that the verse is coming to teach us that uh, when you're collecting or when you have to pay for some kind of damages if you're using land so you have to pay for the best of the lands. land and he said it's a logical derivation that this would be true in regards to My Hectish the Gemara wants to know what does this mean that there's a logical derivation in regards to Hectish if we're talking about a case where a regular person's Ox caused damage to an ox that belonged to the temple. The verse says that if your ox causes damage to the ox of your friend, this implies you don't have to pay the damages if it caused damage to the the ox that belongs to the temple. So rather, what are we talking about here when we say that the hektish, the temple is going to collect from the best from the best of the lands, so we're talking about a case where a person said that uh, he accepted upon himself to give a hundred dollars to the temple. The Ashi Gisborvashchakom this. That if the if the Gisbor, the treasurer, wants to come and take a piece of land, if that's what. It's agreed upon, I guess. So then he can take, he was allowed to take from the best of the lands. So says, wait. So this should be no worse than a person who owes someone else money. Onto the top of Zion Amaral, 7a. The halacha is in regards to somebody who owes someone else money. If he's going to collect from a piece of land, the best he can collect from is the guy's middle quality piece of land. So therefore, hectic shouldn't be any better than that. Why would we say the hectic can take, the, the, the temple has the ability to take from the best of the person's land? And if you want to say that, what does Rabbi Kiba hold? He holds that all times that a person has, owes money, a person has to pay for the money that he owes, and if he pays with a piece of land, he has to pay from the best, so we're going to have a problem. You're not going to be able to learn it out to the, the logical derivation to a case of hektish. Why? Because in regards to bal you know why? It could be that Rabbi Kiva would hold that over there, he pays from the best of the pieces of land. But there's something about a balchoy, a person, that he has much more power in regards to nezik, in regards to damages. Meaning, if there's a damage, so the person who's owed the money in regards to the damage is allowed to collect from the best of the lands. but in regards to hekdish, that it doesn't have that power in regards to nezik. if there's some kind of damage, he's not going to be able to collect from the best of the lands. So then how can you prove anything in regards to where the money is owed to Hectish, it's owed to the Temple, that he'll also will be able to collect from the best of the lands? We'll have a Pircha, a question on this logical derivation. So our answer is, Really, I'll tell you, the case that we're talking about over here, is where a regular person's ox caused damage to the ox that belongs to the temple. The kakashalach, the question that you had, we said only where an ox gores the ox of one's friend, meaning another person, but that would imply that it doesn't apply to an ox that was gored, that got, that belong to the temple we keep a so-called we could say that we keep a whole of the should have been in us the time in the rice up which have been asked to says social like this not social idea if you have an ox which belongs to the temple that caused damage to an ox that belongs to a regular person potter so the temple does not have to pay social had you should know the social hectish however if we have an ox that belongs to a regular person that caused damage to an ox that belongs to the temple, bain tam, bain whether it has previously caused damage or whether it's already done it three times or no times at all, in this case, according to you're going to you're going to have to pay full damages. So we consider say there would be holds like this and therefore, that's what he means when he says the and certainly would be true in regards to hektish that you pay from the best of the pieces of land. Once we see that there is Payment for damages that are caused to haktesh. Sigmar says, wait, If that's so, if this is the correct understanding, then this, Rabbi Shmala and Rabbi Yikiva, argue, Who even says that they're arguing about whether or not uh, you collect from the best of the person who got damaged or the best of the person who caused the damage. Perhaps everyone agrees that in regards to uh, which piece of land the best, who's best, we're talking about the, the best of the person who got damaged. And then we could say that their argument has nothing to do with that, everyone agrees in regards to that, but they only argue in this argument to Rabbi and the rabbis. Rabbi Kiva holds that if there is some kind of damage to the ox of Hek, of the temple, you would pay. like And Rabbi argues and says that no, that uh, like the rabbis say, that there's no obligation to, to to pay such an ethic, to pay the damages that were caused to an ox that belongs to the temple. So says, Wait. If that's the case, then the verse that we bring in the Brisa, meaning Rabbi Akiva is saying that the verse is coming to teach you something else that has to do with idis, that you pay from the best. So, what's going on? What are they ta- discussing in the verse? The verse has not. If they're only arguing in regards to Hagdash, in regards to a, a case where a regular person's ox gored an ox that belongs to the temple, so that's not even discussed in that verse. Why are they bringing that verse? It sounds like Rabbi Akiva is arguing in that verse itself. Additionally, it says that there's certainly true in regards to Hectish. This implies that they argue about both cases, even the regular case of damages. V'oid, of ashi. Additionally, Ravashi said, Tanya Behedya, we learned that Bryce explicitly made of made of karma yishalim. the best of the one's feel the best of one's vineyards must be paid. Made of Sadeo shall of karma shall the Rabbi Shmall. Rabbi Shmall says the best of the fields of the person who got damaged, the bests of the vineyards of the one who got damaged. Rabbi Kiva made of mazik, of karma shall Rabbi Kiva says explicitly here the best of the field of the person who caused the damage, the best of the vineyards of the person who caused the damage. Therefore we have to say that they argue about both things, and we can not say that they only argue about one of those things. And therefore when Rabbi Kiva says he means to say as we said he holds like who says that in fact there is an obligation to pay for the damages that are caused to something that belongs to the temple Abai asks the following contradiction to Ravah. Xiv, the verse says, sadehu, karma. That a person has to pay the best of his fields and the best of his vineyard, Yishalim, that's what he has to pay from. That would imply that only the best and not anything else. Atanya, but we have a brisa. Yashiv, the verse says, He shall return. Let this comes to include a case where he pays with something that's worth money. And he can even pay with a low quality grain. So what do we see? We see on one hand, the verse says that you have to pay from the best. On the other hand, we see that you don't have to pay from the best, you can pay whatever you want. What's the understanding? So, so the Gemara says, or he responded, like, Kasha, it's not a problem. kambal It depends if the guy is doing it willingly or doing it against his will, meaning, explains Rashi, that if, let's say, the guy doesn't have to be brought to the best, doesn't have to be brought to the courts to be able to get the money out of him, so then we'll do him a favor, we'll let him pay even from even from low quality things. However, if we have to force him and schlep him out to the best into the courts in order to get the money out of him, so then we're going to make him have to pay from the best of his fields that's what he's going to have to pay for. We're not going to do him any favors, and he's not going to be able to pay with a low-quality thing. Omar Ula Raviloi. So Ula, the son of Raviloi, says as follows Dekanami, we can actually deduce this from the words themselves, Dhsiv, because the verse is Yeshalim. It says he shall pay, which is talking about where he has to pay from the best of his uh properties. Balkar, it sounds like we force him to pay against his will. Um says that's not a good proof, because it doesn't say it shall be paid, which would imply that we force him to pay in any event. The verse is he shall pay. it sounds like he's doing it on his own. Mashma, that's the implication. So, says a different understanding of the, the contradiction. Like Mar says, Let's say somebody had houses and fields and vineyards. He's not able to sell them. The halacha is that in general, if someone wants to be able to take meiser ani, which is a tie that's given off to the poor people, so if he has a value to his name of 200 zuzim, so he's not considered a poor person, he's considered a rich person in regards to meiser ani. However, if he has less than that, let's is 199. So Rashi says that if someone wants to give him, let's say, a thousand zoos in one shot and get him ov- way over the lowest limit of being considered poor, that's fine. He's allowed to take Meissarani of a thousand in one shot okay so over here now the question is like this, this guy so he has a field, and the field him really the field has a value of more than 200 zoos, so he has a value of over 200 zoos Now the question is can he go and eat from my Ani or not, so we say like this, so the case is he can't find anyone to buy his field, so makhidl and I say my Ani. so then we allow him to eat my Ani ad mechza, up to a certain point meaning, if the field is worth 200 zoos and so right now he can't find anyone to buy it, the maximum he can get for is 100 zoos. So he's considered poor and therefore we, are, we can give him up to 100 zoos once he hits another 100 zoos. Let's say we give him mysar ani of 100 zoos so then he's no longer considered poor and he won't be able to eat any more from Mysore ani. But until that point he's allowed to eat Meister Ani, even though he has a field that's worth 200, since he can't get that 200 for the field. Vahavi boh and Mar said in regards to this, hey, khidami, what's the case? If everyone's land has gone down in value, including his land, afilu tuvanami, vanami, lis we should be able to give him even more than that, even up to a thousand zus, says Rashi. Meaning, it sounds like from the Brysa that you can't give him a thousand zus at one shot, you can only give him up to a hundred. So, dehazu, dehukule ama nami, because everyone's has gotten poor everyone's has gone down in value so he doesn't have any value so the government says what's the case rather the land has gone up in value for everyone everyone else's land has gone up in value but since he's trying to sell it he needs some kind of money so his land has not gone up in value maybe he's not working his land as much because he's trying to sell it so therefore he ends up that his piece of land has not gone up in value so if that's the case we turn to Zama Bay's Page 7b So we shouldn't be able to give him anything at all Why? Because the the karka, his land Is still worth 200 zuz. Everyone else has gone up That doesn't mean that his has gone down So why are we giving him anything? So Mar said on this No, we need it What's the case over here? In general, there's a concept, it sounds, that's what it sounds like from the Gemara, that in the times of Nisan, in the early spring, so fields are higher in value. Because what happens is you start working your fields, you start planting your fields in the spring, And then in Tishrei, when the winter begins, uh, or Sukkot time, so that's when people bring in the crops. So if you're selling a field in Nisan, so it has tremendous potential, so it has a higher value. But someone who's coming to buy a field in Tishrei, when everyone's already harvesting the crops, and this field doesn't have anything to harvest, so it doesn't have that value, doesn't have the same value. So everyone usually waits until Nisan, when when people are paying a higher value, and that's when they sell it. However, this guy This guy needs money right now. So he's selling it right now at the lower value. Ad palga. So until half urchelamezol. That's how much he'll go down in value. Tvei, but any more than that, lav urchelamezol. It's not the way for him to go down in value anymore. So therefore, that's why we can only give him up to a hundred. Because really, if he would wait another six months, this this. Piece of land has the value of two hundred zoos. so that's why we can't we can't consider him completely like a regular poor person that he has a value of less than two hundred. Because if he would just wait it out, it will have that value. But since right now he has to sell it, so in a certain sense we consider him like an ani, like a poor person, and therefore he can get a certain amount, but he can't get a thousand zoos in one shot. He can only get up to a hundred. So now the reason that we whole, brought this whole case is to say that our case too, in our case, here too, in regards to damages, the halacha is that he's supposed to give the best of his uh, fields. Now, this damage was caused, explained Rashi in in a time in Tishrei when the the, the pieces of land have a lower value let 's say the person who got damaged he says, "I want you to give me a piece of land which is a middle a middle quality piece of land. Why does he want Rashi says because he wants this piece of land let 's say that 's closer to his own piece of to pieces of land. The person who got damaged he has contiguous property he wants to have that his properties aren 't spread out in different places so he'd prefer to have the piece of land which is of medium quality so so he's he says, give me a little bit more of the benigness, this way I'll get the, the value of the edis, of the higher quality piece of land. So the the person who caused the damage says to him like this, If you want to take as you're supposed to take from the higher quality land, so go ahead, like the current value, which is the lower value, and then you'll get more land. But if you don't take from the edis, from the highest property, from the highest value of land, uh, I'm going to give you like the value that it's going to be in Nissan, meaning they're standing in Tisha when it's at a lower value, and he says to them, listen this ultimately will have a higher value if you want to take something which is, not, which is not the main thing you're supposed to take, which is the higher quality thing, you want to take the middle quality thing because it happens to be next to your field, so you're going to have to take it as if it's at the value that it's going to be at it later in six months from now, so he has the right to say that that's what we're coming to say now, this will explain a contradiction that we originally had, which was one verse seems to say that you have to pay from the best of your fields. One verse seems to say that you can pay even from a lower quality of your fields. So, what we're saying is like this When we say you have to pay from the best of your fields, that's if the guy's willing to take what he's supposed to take. However, if he's not willing to take what he's supposed to take, so then you can give him, in a certain sense, lower quality. You can give him the the the, the middle quality of the fields, but he has to take it. Now, he no longer has the advantage. The, the person who's selling it is the one who has the advantage. That's what's implied by the verses. Now, the Gemara continues. Ya asks the following question in Cain, if that 's the case, then you have lowered the power of the person who got damaged in regards to medium quality land and lower quality land. Why the Torah says that from, from the onset he's allowed to collect from the best of the best it means that the person who is the collector who's, who's owed the money for the damages so he's allowed to collect the Torah says that he has the upper hand and you're implying that he's not going to even have the upper hand if he wants to get something of a lower quality he won't, He loses his upper hand it doesn't really make sense so Nehruvach Bar Yaakov is going to go off on a little bit of a tangent because now that we talked about this case where you have in Tishrei it's at a lower value in Nisan it's at a higher value so, so once we said it's going to be compared to something so we're going to try to compare Compared to something else. If we have to compare this case that we mentioned in this Braisa, where you have it's at one value in Tishrei, it's at another value in Nisan, we can compare it to somebody who's owed money. The halach is in regards to a balchayv, someone who's owed money, that if he wants to collect from a piece of land, he can collect from the middle quality piece of land. But if he says, Give me from the lower quality piece of land, to port a little bit more, so we can say to him, If you want to take what you're supposed to take, which is the middle quality, then take it like the current value. But if you want to take something else, meaning the lower quality, so take it at the value it's going to be worth in Nisan. That's what he has the ability to say to him. Surah Acha, of, Aha, of Ika. So, Surah Acha, breeder of Ika asks the following question. In Cain, what you're going to do is you're going to create a problem. People are not going to want to lend out money to Amarle, because the guy who's owed the money will say, If I had not lent you the money, if I had the money, in my possession i would be able to buy a piece of land and even this piece of land at the present value the lower value <speaking in Hebrew> so now that I lent you money I did you a favor so now I'm going to end up getting the raw end of the deal and what I have to take it at the value it's going to be worth in six months from now that doesn't make sense <speaking in Hebrew> so Rav <Hebrew> Ravika says if we're going to compare it to something where <speaking in> you should compare it to the ksuvah <speaking in Hebrew> of a woman <speaking> in, <Hebrew> in regards to a woman where she's owed money when she gets divorced, so the husband has to give her a certain amount of money. So, if she's collecting from a piece of land, the law is that she gets from the lowest quality piece of land. If she, if she says to him, instead of saying, Give me the lowest quality piece of land, she says, Give me the middle quality, but give me a little bit less. So, he can say to her, If you take as you're supposed to, then take it at the current value. But if you don't want to take the lowest, Quality. you want to take the middle piece of land, so then you can take, or you're going to take, at the value it's going to be worth in six months from now. Sigmar says, Wait, okay, that's very nice, that's very nice that we created this dimion, this comparison to that case of that Brysa. However, we're still left with a problem, which was the steer, the contradiction between the two verses. One says, That he pays for the best of his fields, one implies, the word Yashiv implies that you can even collect from the lowest you know, the lowest quality of something which is metaldal and something which is movable. So Reva says like this the Yahiv any time that he's giving it to him meaning paying for the damages Mimetav metav of lay what he should pay with is the best of that type of thing meaning if I'm paying with land I give you the best of the types of land if I'm paying with subin if I'm paying with uh, oats low quality things I give you from the best of the low quality things the verse, says, Wait. the verse says the best of his fields that implies you have to give the best of the best because if it meant something else it should have just said me it should have just said give the best and then we know whatever we're talking about you give the best <laughs> we say, it sounds like we're saying you have to give the best of the best types of things, which is the best of your fields. Ela ki of ravhuna Brader of Yoshua, mi rav. Rather, when republic came and Ravhuna, the son of Yeshua, came from the yeshiva of Rav, Parshua, they explained as follows, call me mele Anything is considered the best. Di hacha mis Davin Bemato, Achriti. If it won't be sold here, it can be sold elsewhere, meaning something that's metallic and something that's a movable object. So you can give it, you can give him anything, because that's something that you can sell and it's considered like the best. It's, it has value. The varme are Except when we're talking about land. If you're paying with land, the lace of Limi you have to give him the best of the land. You can't just give him a low quality. The delikvot's Allah's vina. In order that he should be able to easily sell it. Meaning, when the Torah says Mate of Sadeu was saying, you have to give him the best something that has the ability to be sold. Something that's easily sold, and therefore the guy will get his money quick enough. So if you're talking about an, a movable object, so that's something that's easy to sell. If you want not sell it here, you sell it somewhere else. But a piece of land, so the only way that you'll be able to easily sell it is only if if you give him the best type of land. The Gemara continues. The Gemara continues. Rav Shmuel, the son of Abba from Akunia, asked the following question from Rabbi Abba. When they're trying to figure out the best of the lands, do we say, we look at it objectively or subjectively? Do we look at it and say, okay, whatever is the best piece of land, uh, objectively, we look around the world, what's considered a very good piece of land, that's what this guy has to pay? Or do we say, no, let's look subjectively at the guy who has to pay the mazik, the person who's caused, who has caused the damage, so we look at whatever his best is. There's no question, he he says that we don't even look at what's the best of the world, and we don't look at what's the best of the person who caused the damage, but rather we determine it based on what's whatever's the best of the person who got damaged. So the question only is a question according to Rabbi Kiva, who says that we look at the best of the person who caused the damage. So what do we do? When the Torah says the best of his fields, it's coming to exclude the best of the fields of the of the person who got damaged. Maybe it's coming to exclude the best of the world as well, meaning we look at it subjectively, whatever is the best of the person who caused the damage. Amar lay, so he responded and said, Rahman Amar Meito Sadeu. The Torah says, the best of his field. How could you possibly say that means the best of whatever is generally the best in the world? The Torah says, the best of his fields, that implies that, we, that it's a subjective matter, goes by the best of the fields of the person who caused the damage. With Hashem's help, we'll continue from here in the next daily daf.